Can I can I just say, all right, I'm already in the bad books because I started with the uh, <laughs> the controversial <laughs> thing. So let me let me rattle on some. I am not a fan of. I am, personally, I'm not a fan of going back through the Tanakh and finding little bits and pieces and then trying to find some sort of parallel by which we can then declare, well, there's Jesus. Now, let me give you an example while we're here. Et. Et. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> the Uh-oh. Aleph and the Tav. While we're here, this is the first place that it's mentioned, Bereshit bara Elohim et Hashemayim. Et has a very specific purpose. Nehemiah, will you fill us in? Because, my goodness, I'm going to explode if I hear it one more time. That that is Jesus. I, I, I'm sorry, but I, everyone is going to be angry at me now. I mean, I'll tell you the grammatical function of et. Et is a word in Hebrew that marks the direct object. And when I say that, most people's eyes gloss, glaze over because they don't know what a direct object is. In English, the way you indicate a direct object is through word order. And, I, and I, one of the examples I like is, um, uh, you know, George, Georgia ate the cat. Okay, George. George is my dog. For those who don't know, Good George. so how do I know who did the eating and who got ate from word order? Now, if I say the cat ate Georgia, it indicates that Georgia got eaten by the cat. And if you've seen Israeli street cats, you know how possible that is. <laughs> um, so Hebrew doesn't function that way. It's a different language. You can't just take one word in Hebrew and translate it into English, and another word and translate it into English. It doesn't work that way. You can't do that with any language. If you do that with Spanish, it sounds ridiculous. Mm. Um, and in any language, if you translate word for word, you, you lose a lot of the meaning. So the way Hebrew marks what got eaten is by saying at. So if I were to say the following sentence, uh, if I want to say Georgia ate the, uh, the cat, I'd have to say, Georgia achla tachatul. So, what I translating that literally, I guess I would say Georgia ate at the cat. Mm-hmm. Now, some people have come along and said, "Oh, at appears here, and so it has no tran- it doesn't translate." You said Georgia ate at the the cat, and at doesn't translate, so it must have some spiritual significance. And they say that refers to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to say, if you want to translate my sentence, Georgia ate Jesus the cat, or G- or Yeshua the cat, I'm you know that's your belief. But grammatically, you should understand the function. And in this first sentence of Genesis, it says, in the beginning, I'll translate it very literally, mm. in the beginning created Elohim, Elohim at the heavens and at the earth. So what, what they'll do is they'll say, oh, that et doesn't translate and it's, you know, and there's uh, whatever, that's a whole theory they have. Mm. Um, and they say et refers to Yeshua. I, if you want to say that, you know, I don't mean you, but if someone wants to say that, that's a theological let me, belief. Let me just but it does have a grammatical function. It does have a specific object. grammatical function. And, and, and by the way, in, in Hebrew, I could also say, at the cat ate Georgia, and the cat still got eaten because I marked the direct object with at. Ah, and the word order right. makes and you And that's a completely legitimate sentence that actually emphasizes what Georgia ate. If I said, what did Georgia eat? Then you would say, at the cat ate Georgia. Mm. And at doesn't mean Yeshua in that sentence. It refers to what got, it marks the direct object of what, what the action was done to. That if you want to say that Yeshua is the at in the first verse of Genesis, knock yourself out, but understand what the grammatical <clears throat> what the grammatical significance of it is. Because um, what, what some people will say is, oh, that word doesn't translate, it doesn't actually have any, it's not, it's completely extraneous to the verse, and that's not true, that it's mm-hmm. extraneous. That's factually not true. Because mm. without that, then you end up with a situation where you could say, oh, uh, the heavens created Elohim and the earth, or the earth created Elohim and the heavens. Sure. You know, you, you, could, you don't know who created what. And the rabbis actually have a discussion about that. They say that when the Greeks translated the Bible, they didn't understand it. And, um, and, they, and or the rabbis were afraid they wouldn't understand it. And so they, they actually tinkered with the translation 
to avoid a situation where the, where the Greeks would think that the, the heavens created the earth and because in, in Greek it's a little bit different mm-hmm. um, you know and actually there was there's a possibility in Greek that you could re- legitimately read it in Greek that in the beginning created God the heavens and the earth that it created all three because in the, the phrase anarcho can also mean um, you know the the ruler um, you know the first one uh, meaning the first one of the city as well the or of, or of the country so in, in Greek it's kind of ambiguous and, and I think in, and this is the problem when you translate into other languages you you get this ambiguity but I don't want I'm not throwing them under the bus and I'm not even mocking them I'm just saying understand what the grammatical significance and if asked that you want to say that et refers to Yeshua no problem you could you know that that's your theological no, belief no, no. I mean yeah. and one of the things I'll hear from a lot of Christians is, is, is or ex-Christians um, uh, is you know in messianics and things like that is they'll say well there's you know this is just confusion I heard five different opinions I don't know which it is and what you're basically saying is instead of being spoon-fed some doctrine you've actually been challenged to think for yourself and if and if you still come back to the original doctrine that's fine that's you know that's between you and your creator but i i think that god created us with with intelligence and wants us to use that intelligence and um you know and not not check that intelligence at the door when we come to church or synagogue or wherever sure